I'm Hannah. I'm also Hannah. And this is Hannah, you're yelling. My fucking fingers are fat and chubby. Maybe this is like healing me in some way. Hopefully. It's literally the most false reality that I've ever lived. Keep the bedroom hot and business booming. But what makes a woman crazy? I can't get out of the spiral of my own mind. This is like really weird to talk about. Can women have other problems besides being oppressed by men? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a whole week. How are you, girlies? Uh, apparently, none of y'all like to fucking respond to us anyways. <laughs> it's just literally crickets on the other line. Yeah, we uh, we asked a little Instagram thing on our Instagram, and nobody responded except for your boyfriend. So Yeah, I, I forced Colton to respond, and he asked me what my favorite picture of our dog was, which is super the last thing anyone wants to know. Yeah, um, there's no content there. Also, it's a podcast, so how would I possibly show a picture of my dog? Yeah. I was expecting, honestly, I was expecting more response. I was like, surely right. someone will say something. Right. But it's a busy week. We give it, we understand. <laughs> busy time. <laughs> I also, radio silence. I did put frogs on the. On Hannah, it's, the, the frogs were so fucking cute. So shut up. I felt up like the, the frogs, frogs were weird. I feel like people got weird about the frogs. I was but. not weird about the frogs at all. That was okay. encouraging me to respond. I thought okay. it was so cute because he was Thank raising you. his little hand. Right. He was and like, it was I have like a question. anything. Yeah. Literally. So cute. Um, what yeah. else do we have to catch up on? You have had a little big girl job interview. I did. Guys. When do you find out? Next week. I'm like going to be sad if I don't get it. So we're going to have to take this out. Okay. If I don't get it. Okay. Gotcha. No, Will but do. I did. I did tell everybody that I was fully going to not get a job next year and to take a gap Oh, yeah. Year. That's right. And I'm just letting you know I took that back. So I went fully against what I told myself I wouldn't do. And here the I am. The lesson is that we're always changing. Yeah. And you can always change your mind. Yeah. And, and you, you can cannot change hold me to my word is what I'm trying oh, to say. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. So I applied to this job. Honestly, I felt really good about it. I had five interviews for it. So like literally they so put me many. through the ringer and like almost three case studies. So like I was, whoo, hopefully I got that. And... I told myself if I get it, I'm going to purchase a massive Skims order online. Ooh, so maybe, I like that. Right? So maybe I'll do a little a little Skims review. I also told Skims myself- Skims haul? Yeah. I also told myself that I would fully quit my bar job. My bar job has gotten Ooh. absolutely out of hand. Really? Um, really? Don't feel super comfortable sharing it here, but I will say that my boss did butt dial me this week. Um, and by butt dial me, I mean like called the wrong Hannah and sexualized me. And before I had to tell him it was his employee. So maybe it's quitting time. It feels like quitting time. (laughs) Um, and so (laughs) there's a lot on the line for this job because if I get this job, I get a lot of You can finally get skims and get skims. You're a horrible job. Exactly. So life could be better, but we'll see. It really could be. Also the fact that it's like very close to Nathan's office building. It's, oh my they're god! They're both guys. gonna be in Austin. They're we'll moving to Austin, Austin together. And I didn't and even know, but I looked up where the office was, and literally on like my fifth interview, we're literally building the building next door to him. We could walk and meet each other for lunch. Like how the fact fucking y'all can cute have is that? Lunch dates. Little that is corporate so lunch dates okay, with your corporate fiance. capitalist America. Mm. Mm. Y'all are the American dream. Can I just say that? <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. I don't know if that sits right with others. 
but thank fair. you. And that's fair. What about you? Um, What's been going on with you? Well, this week I had a random day off that I just didn't get scheduled to work. And I took myself to Shalotsky's. Okay. I was remembering... <laughs> Okay. When we went to Shalotsky, we had a little period where you and I went to Shalotsky's nearly every day. Oh I don't my know if it God. was during quarantine. No, it Do was. Do you remember that? It was. I super we went, remember that. We went like every day. That's a repressed memory. I know. It was repressed with me too. And then I was in the Shalotsky's line and I was like, holy shit, I've like done this before. We and would I did it. just go and then we would just park and eat. It was one we of those. We would, yeah. And we'd get like a large, you'd get a large Coke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and would. I'd get a large Sprite and it was just, it, it was, was a like, it was gluttonous. It was it so was. good. I'm really craving Shalotsky's. It's also Where was I living at that time? Like... I was in between homes. In between, as you usually are, yeah. Yeah, we were a little houseless, I feel like, but... It'll be so weird whenever you actually have a home, because even now, I feel like y'all don't really live in Waco I like to pretend much. I don't, yeah. Yeah, because you're, like, denying that Well, still. also, I this, like, home has never been a place where anyone has ever, like, visited. You are literally the only right. person who's ever visited, and it's normally for, like, one night. Like, I want a place that people come and, like, stay a while, or, like, yeah. stop by on their way to do something else in Austin or like I want to be yeah. able to have a fucking party like if I had a party here oh my god if no one would backyard come garden party in your new place I, I I'm just, actually gonna shit myself I know it is a small backyard I would say almost more like a side yard but okay anything That's is okay. better than we can what this we is. can can we just maybe your housewarming it could be a garden party yeah absolutely could we can do be. that and we could have like punch and yes. flowers Maybe we could all plant some things in the garden together. Oh, my God. I'm getting emotional. I would love that. And then we could, like, bake a cake with, like, pomegranates or something. Yeah. Yeah. We can. I'm, like, so excited. That'll get me through. And it can be, like, your welcome home from... Training, army training, yeah, and then you can come home. We can have a little garden party moment. Yes, because I'll be your house. Plant some things. As soon as I graduate, I'm I'm shipped off to training, and then I'll go to training for like a little over a month, and then I'll come back, and then I get to move into a little house with Nathan, and I'm like moving in four days past our move-in date so he's gonna do all the labor and then I'll oh, just have I'll just yeah. walk on in so I'm really oh, excited. absolutely that's how you show up yeah I was like so you're gonna get you'll figure out how to get the couch there and he's like right I can oh, do that shit. and I'm like thanks king I'll probably be playing a part in that I've helped you moved every time that you've moved you so. are my most consistent mover that's how you know who your real friends are it's who's gonna help you move and who's yes. gonna drive you to the airport Yep. You know, because that's like actual sacrifice. It's super. Not that that's the only standard of having friendship, but it's, it's but it's it a, should be one of them at least. Right. Yeah, no, I do. That I does agree. mean the world. And there's certain people that wouldn't help me move. And no, you are someone who would help me. But and I know I love a lot of doing people who it. wouldn't. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 So Anyways. Schlotsky's was one of the things you wanted to talk about today. It was. The other one was Charming Charlie's because oh across my from the God. there was a Charming Charlie's. Do they still what exist? What a great segue. They closed down. They did? But I Yeah, but I used to know somebody. Well, first, let's just tell you guys what Charming Charlie's is, if you don't know what it is. It was a store that was quite literally filled with, like, thousands and thousands of pieces of the cheapest jewelry you could ever see. But it yeah. was all, like, categorized into different Color colors. Coordinated. Or vibes. And so you'd go to one yes. side of the store, and it'd be, like, your blues and your ocean vibes. And then mm-hmm. you'd go to the other side mm-hmm. of the store, Beach and it'd vibes. be, like... A different vibe. It was like, I shouldn't have gone there to get my prom accessories, but 
that was the vibe of this store. And yes. it's like, why, why would you need an accessory store? Why would you need that? But we had it. And we loved it. I didn't even we purchase anything it. from we there, ate it but up. I actually, I knew one of the buyers for that store. And what? he was this beautifully the kind gay man. Out Charming Charlie's? Or? No, no, no. Like, would buy the, the stuff oh, things to fill for, the store. To stock. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think a buyer is the right term there. No, but... I think it is. I think it is. But yeah, he would, and he would come home with these like massive boxes for me filled with like the stuff that didn't work out. It was truly like some of the ugliest things you could have ever seen in your life, but I loved it. I loved jewelry as a little girl. Are you a jewelry girl now? I kind of am. I recently spent like $245 on rings from Missouri. I'm sure the mm-hmm. girlies know what Missouri is. I love Missouri. Would love a sponsorship, but I also felt <laughs> incredibly ripped off by them because mm, actually I just didn't read the fine print. Basically, I bought some gold jewelry, gold rings, and mm-hmm. I thought that they were fully gold and they were plated and the gold rubbed off within a week. And now they look like cheapo jewelry from literally Charming Charlie's. So that yeah. was well, kind of a waste of money. I cannot wear jewelry that isn't going to last through the shower, through yeah. like the dirt, through grime. Yeah. Like I'm, I do it not take It has to be on my off. body at all times. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I won't take it off. I will not. Yeah. I will say that's the coolest thing though about having a wedding ring is I'm like, this shit is like, sorry, it's like strong as shit and I can do whatever <laughs> I want with it. Yeah. And so she nice. will last. But that's so nice. Are you like one of those people that's so afraid of losing their wedding ring? No, because my fucking fingers are fat and chubby. There's no way it's coming off. Oh, really? You're like, there's no way it's coming off? People take theirs off all the time. Like, no, a that's lot of people when take you lose off it. Bed. Yeah. See, no, I don't do that. Like, that's when I would lose it. If I took it off, that's when I'd lose it. I I do think yeah. I'm not going to bring it to training this, mm, even though I really want to be able to look down on it when I'm having a hard time. But like, True. I just, I don't know. That would kind of scare me. But other Is than this that, like I've an never emotional, been... an emotional, like you don't know if you want to take it or like a physically, you don't know if you, because you might lose it. It's more like that. It's definitely not an emotional thing. I mean, I do want oh, okay. I wish I could take it because then I could just I was like, are you trying on... to be single for army camp? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I would definitely do people, put Do people have on. sex at army camp? Like, is that like a yeah. thing? Dude, I've heard people do it in like the fucking like porta potties. Gets like, <gasps> but you get kicked out. Like you're not allowed to have sex there. And you're also not allowed to be on birth control. I asked you if you were allowed to have sex in the army. And you said, no, you yes. can have sex in the army. Just not at camp. Not at camp. Camp is like an, uh, an actual training, like where you're right, supposed to be right. like celibate. You're not like in a little house. You're right, like, right. You're in a. Field. You go in the woods, yeah. and then you like go in the barracks, and then you like you know. Right. There's, but I don't know. Right. I think I have realized I hate when people say I was gonna gatekeep this, but I'm choosing to tell you. Okay. Okay. This unpack it. This pisses me off so bad because it's like I was gonna be a total bitch, but I'm not. Right. Or like it's so the wrong connotation. It feels manipulative. Yeah. It feels like I don't know. Your toxic boyfriend is like, well, I was gonna do this thing, but now I'm not, which makes me right? such a good person. And it's like yeah. if you thought in the first place that you wanted to completely keep something that you love from other people. Yeah. Not that, and it's just that like on TikTok that we're expecting every single person to share 
care every single thing about them. Like, have you seen yeah. those TikToks where, like, someone will post, like, their outfit, and it's not even about their outfit, and then people in the comments are like, where's your skirt Raging. from? And then after, like, yeah. one day, they're like, you're seriously not telling us you're gatekeeping? Like, literally, the other side yeah. of that is just yeah. as bad, yeah. that people are, like, telling everyone that they're gatekeeping when they're literally not. It's not mean, but it's just... No, it's, I Instead totally of get saying, that. I was going to gatekeep this, just be like, oh, this is something I love. I want to share it. Yeah. I don't know. Why Why would you be like, I'm going to be a bitch? Actually, never mind. Yeah. Like, just just maybe just be a, a kind person. Right. Or just, like, yeah. share something you like without telling us that you weren't going to share it. Right. That you weren't like, going to share it, it and you were going like, to keep oh, it to yourself. It feels like, oh, okay, fine. You deserve this information. Yeah. It was like, like oh, okay, fine. I'll give you free advice. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I just I got really triggered this morning because I saw t- the millionth TikTok I've seen, and I know it's just kind of, of a saying at this point to say like, "Oh, I was gonna gatekeep this, but I don't." Yeah, but it just really annoys me. I'm just like, share your shit and move on, but For don't real. tell me. For real. Know. So, do you want a new obsession person on like YouTube and TikTok and and Instagram? Are you in a place for that right now? I think I could take that on. Okay, yeah. she's not that popular. She also has a podcast which I haven't listened to, and there's only Ooh. a few episodes, but. Okay. Her podcast is called Same But Different. Okay. Her name is Keelan Moncrief. She's Irish, so I don't know how you pronounce it. God, she has so many good videos, but it's so not curated. Like, everything that she makes looks like a home video. I'm seeing this. Um. Yeah, I've been obsessed with her. I've been, like, trying to watch all of her videos. I re-downloaded TikTok because I just wanted to see what she posted on TikTok. And then... It was such a weird passage of time thing for me because I've probably been off it for like at least three weeks, maybe a month. Like it's mm-hmm. it's kind of been a minute. Mm-hmm. And all the people immediately came up on my For You page that I followed very closely. Like this girl that I was waiting for her to get married and it was like counting down the days until she got married and I was so excited for it. But then I had to lead a TikTok and now she's like married and it's done. And right? she like already went on her honeymoon and she's back. And now all this content feels like worthless like it, I don't know it's just like I wasn't there for it like I missed it isn't that weird that we're like yeah. this is so toxic but like and it, it's almost like looking back on your camera roll it was mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. there was this aspect of that it's just not relevant to you anymore but it was so relevant to you at the time that's interesting and so it feels weird looking back on it because it's like this is worthless to me but at the time you knew that it was like everything to you yeah what the fuck yeah was i was also very thinking, weird like i can delete instagram off of my phone pretty easily like yeah and i've gone i like gave it up for lent a few years back and like it was okay easy. lent queen lent catholic queen catholic vibes Wait, um, did you do Lent this year? I'm sorry to interrupt no. you. I'm so curious. Okay, fair. I don't even know. Like, It's Lent right now, isn't it? Because uh, it ends at Easter? Actually, it is. Oh my God, it is Lent right now. Should we wow. give something up? Should we? I'm just kidding. I think it's too it's late. Too late. <laughs> um, no, so I didn't, I, I didn't give anything up, but I have deleted Instagram like multiple times and it's honestly, it's so healthy for me, especially now that yeah. they like literally saturate the shit out of it with like oh my ads god now yeah. like i like also the suggested shop. posts and Dude, shit like can I, I not just scroll through my feed without being fed so much exactly. fucking shit that i don't want to see or I'll, st- I'll start scrolling and then i realize i'm not even on like i don't even follow these people i don't even know yeah. who they are and i'm like why am i i don't want to see this like i literally this is my facebook this is my little i want to see what everyone's doing and that's it yeah. And I follow the specific people that I want to see their lives, and that's it. I don't even really follow influencers or anything. It's literally just, like, to keep up with high school people. Yeah. And 
anyways, so I've deleted Instagram so many times and it's easy for me to do that. It's easy for me to like not post. But if you asked me to like actually delete my Instagram to the extent that I could never access my posts again. Oh, shit. Yeah. I like I would die. Right. I don't know why, but the idea of not being able to go onto this little phone and post something about my life and get immediate feedback and immediate like I thought about my engagement and I think about like the day that I'll commission people don't even know what probably commissioning means and like that is like the most important thing to me and I want people to see it and it's just I guess it's just showing off I just it's like right the fucking what is that called positive validation validation like I just want validation and also I feel like my Instagram is so special to me even though it's literally the most false reality that I've ever lived and it right it does not show who I am and it's not like you wouldn't have those photos or anything right they're real photos yeah it's not it's just feels like this perfectly curated thing that I've done that shows the best of the best of my life yeah and like if I had to give that up or if my Instagram got hacked or something like that would ruin me and I think that's so much deeper though because that's like your image of yourself you know what I mean like that is so much deeper than the Instagram app that's like oh my god I have this version of myself in my mind that I want everyone else to see and if that was for some reason shattered I would not be okay with living literally that it is I look like I have a perfect life on here and I like yeah. it's almost like I love the person on my Instagram like I love right. her you I'm love like her. she's so yeah. fucking cute and fun yeah. and she probably like loves her life so much Yeah. and the person like actually behind this who I it's like I just don't associate with this person but yeah. I love to like curate this little fake being that's me on this Instagram app it's so that's toxic interesting. it's so toxic but I was you know what else I've, I've been thinking about too is I feel like Instagram now is our Facebook Yeah. And TikTok is what Instagram used to be. You know what I mean? Like whenever we were coming in and growing up, there was like, ew, Facebook. And then there was Instagram, which all the kids were on. And like you could post all your shit on. And like it was casual and it was fun and it was youthful. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like Instagram is Facebook and TikTok is Instagram. And it's so funny because I've heard so many people say this and we've even talked about this ourselves, but like I would never, ever, ever post myself talking on stories or like like Instagram stories or even like a, yeah, on Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. I would never, well, I recently did post a selfie, but like I would never like post anything about myself on Instagram stories or I would feel so embarrassed to like actually portray the real me. And on TikTok, I like go crazy and on Snapchat, even crazier. Even See, crazier. I don't feel that way, though, because on, on Snapchat, I definitely don't give a shit, but that's because I know exactly who's going to see it. On yeah. TikTok, I will be on TikTok and it'll be like, oh, let me show you this video of this one person you knew in middle school. And then I'm like, oh, that yeah. scares the shit out of me because I don't want people seeing my TikToks. And TikTok shows whoever mm. the fuck. You don't get to like that's true. curate that's true. it to who it's going to be showing. And on Instagram, I feel safer that not everyone's going to see it. TikTok that, I, I feel me. the opposite though because I feel like my mom would never see my TikToks and like the people that I used to babysit for or like my extended mm. family would never see my TikTok but they're like all up in my Instagram see I think I don't give a shit what adults think of me but I care a lot about people my own age your peers or I don't give me. a shit about my peers all I care about is adults so see isn't that weird so weird I'm like Super the opposite weird. That's interesting. Um, I have another thing that I wanted to talk about. Me too. Okay. I have some more. This 
thing I was talking, I've talked to a, a close friend of mine at Baylor and then also I've talked to Nathan about this, but like the idea that this might just be like my ego talking, but like when I just like go through life, I think of people of just like these little characters living life next yeah. to me kind of like everyone's kind of I'm like the main character and things are happening to me. And I had this realization the other day that we are all experiencing life together and every single person has insanely intense emotions that are in their head and like that I could never fully understand. I feel like I'm an empathetic person, but like sometimes I just super disassociate from like the fact that other people are real human beings too. Yeah. And I had this realization that Nathan has like the most complex thoughts in his head and I like probably will never even scratch the surface of understanding those and if you think about how complex you are as a human being and that you will probably never fully understand that of other people it like really rubbed me the wrong way but one because it's like too much to comprehend you're like I can't deal with everyone's emotions at least that's kind of how I feel yeah exactly it's not about regulating other people's emotions but it's just about like Nathan told me me a few months ago and this has stuck with me he just like said that he like really enjoys his own company and that blew my fucking mind like rocked my socks off because (laughs) I have never really enjoyed my own company except for when I was like a child like that was the last time I remember like vibing with myself now if I'm alone I better have a podcast on or music blaring or I need to be writing or I need to be doing homework. I cannot just vibe with myself. Yeah. And it makes so much sense as to like who he is as a person because he'll just like go play basketball by himself or he'll go like he just like can super appreciate time. He's a whole On person. His own. That's and I crazy. Was, like, yeah. It blew my mind to hear about because I was like, it's still I still think about him being like, I just enjoy my own company. And I'm like, wait, if he enjoys his own company, that means he has like all these insane thoughts in his head that he just right. like listens to himself talk in his head yeah that's so weird to me like he's not just a little character in my little game he's not yeah. like a pawn that I can right like, he jokingly was like yeah like if you close the door on me like I'm still moving and grooving behind the door I and love like, that I thought I that was just that. so cute like he's like a little yes. person this is like really weird to talk about because it makes me sound like I'm stupid but no I no, don't know I think I I get what you mean. You mean it on like a deeper level that like it's important to realize that like other people are whole people. Yeah. Because everyone, everyone's like that though. Everyone's like self-centered and like they're their own main character in their life. But to think that everyone is their own main character is so much to comprehend. I know. Or, like, you get pissed at someone for, like, driving in front of you, but maybe they have a birthday cake in the back of their car for, right. like, their kid they, they never see. Or, like, yeah. there's, like, so much complexity in the world. We just we just take it at face value. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that person that I see in class every day and I just kind of keep up with what they're doing because they're my little character in my little game. Yeah. But, like, they're legitimately another person and, like, That's I should value that. creepy. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. About, like, spending or, like, enjoying your own company thing – I feel like I have some days where I super enjoy my own company yeah. and then other days I like cannot stand to have a thought. And it's truly like it really, really depends on the day and like my anxiety level. But I really think what has helped so much. This is you're going to actually hate me for this, but like literally just like writing down that I enjoy my own company. No, that's and, that's like, good. Lo- or like 
I love the world that I've created for myself in my mind and that like I can always this morning I was writing down my affirmations oh my god maybe this is we're gonna do a whole episode on on manifestation no I have some and affirmation and yeah and we'll definitely like get super into that if you think I'm woo woo right now but like I was writing down this morning that I'm only falling more in love with myself as I befriend myself once more that the friend I found in childhood and in my imagination still lives within me so like the Mm. person that like I played with because as a kid you like play with yourself yeah your imagination your imagination and you're in love with the world that you've created for yourself because it's like all yours and it's not tainted by anything else and like some mornings I'll just wake up early or like I won't be able to fall asleep and I'll just be alone completely with my own mind and I'll be like wait wait a minute this is my world I get to create this for myself I'm going to be grateful for this time with my own mind and my own thoughts and like being able to think about things that I love or like literally whatever I want that you know? is interesting no you're right yeah I guess it is it's it's like so dangerous what your mind can do and it can yeah. also be so like good but uh, yeah I, and some nights I'm lying in my bed doing that fucking colors game that you told me to do that, yeah that yeah. you told me to do because I can't get out of the spiral of my own mind and I'm like closing my eyes in my bed and I'm like Think of something in my house that's red. Think of something in my house that's orange. Think of something. Yeah. I literally do that. And that's like every other night. But on the other nights, I'm at peace with my imagination. I'm pursuing my inner child. I'm like doing yeah. work. I'm like, you know. Doing your woo-woo shit. Doing no, I, I was going to update you. I have started doing affirmations. And I think I've Hell done yeah. them almost every single day for like a week. Bitch, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I do. I I list. I made a specific playlist that I listen to, oh which has God. helped so much. And then I just type them out or I say them. But it definitely hasn't made things worse. I don't okay. super know how much it helps. I do feel like it keeps me away from really negative thoughts. Okay. And I kind of just have been trying to build. It's more like I literally just have to build confidence in myself. Yeah. That like my affirmations are very much you're a capable human being. You're a good person. Yeah. Really been on that shame spiral recently. So like just kind like of that. reminding myself of like just deeply being a good person. Yes. And then also the one that always helps me is people love me for who I am and not for what I produce, which oh, I I'm like that. always on that production, like I need to be doing something for people yeah. to love me. And then also the other one is I'm not afraid to have people watch me try new things. Yeah, because that's that's, that's a big one. But I do I feel like it will help me. I just have to keep giving it my attention and stuff yeah and you have to like kind of get in the habit of putting your trust into it a little bit too right like believing it believing it yeah that's the tough part for sure yeah another thing that I always think about in my own mind is maybe I've told you this before sometimes whenever I can't think of anything or I'm trying to get out of my spiral or sometimes and maybe this is like healing me in some way Hopefully. Yeah. But in my mind, I'll walk back through the houses that I used to live in. You have and to I'll like this. Yes. Feel everything in that house. I'll feel the carpet of the, the childhood home that I grew up in. And then I'll like go in my closet, remember where everything was and remember what things felt like and what they looked like. Mm. And then I'll like go into my brother's room and remember what it smelled like and remember where things were. Because it's an endless... Like you can open the cabinets in your old 
bathroom. Yeah, and there's you can like so many things you could do. Go does in that the not like lie down and trigger you though? It I does. Feel like that would trigger does. Me. That's why I'm like, I don't know if this is healing or triggering to me because maybe it's healing for me to like go back there as an adult and like. Yeah, because I feel like child. if I, I walked know. through the homes that I've lived in, I would get bad vibes. Right. Like, oh, it's really. super bad vibes. And I actually, I have nightmares about that house all the time. Like, I have super, super bad dreams about it. So Dude. maybe, like, walking back through it during the daytime in a healthy way is coping. But also, it, maybe it's making me, like, fixate on it and continue to have bad trauma dreams about the house. Mm, I don't know. I also walk back through your house that you lived in in high school all the time because I loved that really? house. And I, like, remember everything. <laughs> I'll, like, remember what the counters felt like and what the couch felt like. And I'll, like, oh walk my upstairs God. and go in your that old That means room. the world. Yeah. It's a, it's a quirky little thing that I do. So, girlies, try it out. I don't know if it's helpful. No one recommended it to me. It's just something that I've always done for a long time. So That's so interesting. Something I used to do. This is, like, really fucking weird. But I used to <laughs> pretend that, like, I had a bunch of potions. And I would, oh. like get all these like potions off my shelf and put them into like this little concoction and make a little like soup um chemist okay yeah I would do it before I went to bed it was kind of part of my prayer ritual with God it was very weird but I would put like love in my little bowl and then I would put like kindness in my bowl it was weird I love that were you a pray before bed girly I was like a prey like for forty five minutes before I would oh go to bed, God. and if I You're didn't like, God, pray, don't send me to help. Literally, if I didn't pray before I went to bed, it was like one more fucking sin to add to the tally. Oh, like gosh. it was stressful. It was stressful, but it's a lot of stress to put on like a nine year old to be making her potion bowl of of, of God's kindness, love and yeah, kindness and like please don't send me to hell. And I will say, I fully put it on myself. No one ever was like, you need to make this little concoction, and, and it's. <laughs> gonna it's gonna be serious i love that you did that that's hilarious thank you do you have something that you want to bring up i do um i really want to go to the american girl doll factory i'd be down with you i'd be down i never had one you never had an american girl doll never had one you poor as shit fucking fucking slut i know (laughs) no i've never had one did you have a fake one no i didn't even like have any of them did you not play with dolls no, I definitely would have loved to play with dolls. <laughs> Did you not, though? I, Did you have a baby doll? I had a baby doll when I was younger, and I remember opening it up, like, on Christmas Day and being like, ew. Like, telling people in front of me, like, ew, because I was so embarrassed that I wanted it so bad. Oh, And so really? I was, like, telling everybody, Aww. like, I hated it, but I really was so excited. But that was that once when I was, like, young. This actually just came back to me. I had what? one of those dolls that looked like a real baby. I'm not even Dude, shitting those, you. Dude, weren't those like so expensive? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> See, I wanted one of those. Holy shit. Isn't that weird that we give little kids realistic like babies? Real baby. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's so scary. I was way more into pets. I wanted, you know, those like animals that would, I was an animal girl. I wanted to be a veterinarian. The breathed ones. Wanted one so bad, but I never got one. Yeah. I, I, the only thing about American Girl Dolls is the proportions really weirded me out because I didn't know how to play with them because it's like, they couldn't be your child. 
because they're the size of a baby and they're supposed to be a 14 year old. Like the proportions True. were really not vibing with me. Oh, okay. Like, Am I supposed to cradle it like a child? I can't do that. It's a 14 year old girl and she has a book and a backstory. Like I do get that. I understand that. What am I supposed to play? And then you have to have multiple mm-hmm. American Girl dolls and spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars, which is probably the whole marketing scheme is that yeah. you have to have multiple so that they can play with each other. Well, I had a friend that had like 10 of them and they had all the shit shit. with it like I was literally I think I was mostly just friends with her American dolls like it wasn't necessarily her but like yeah oh my god I wanted one so bad I don't want if I went there though now like I wouldn't want to get one like I don't want to put it in my house oh yeah I don't want to get one oh I thought you wanted to get one there's I, a cafe. I want to go. I want to see. I want to. I saw a TikTok of a girl once eating in the cafe. Okay. And she said the food was slapulous. So I like. Oh well, we can do that. Go. We can try the food and just walk around and talk about how weird it is. I also do love looking at miniature shit. Like I love a proportion yes. to like a yes. small doll. I love that. So yes. let's do that. A what, where is little it? Person. Um, There's one in Chicago. Okay, we'll catch a quick flight. Yeah. That'll be no worries. Actually, let me look up if there's one in Texas, because that could be a little road trip ideas for us. Oh, my God. American We're going to, like, heal girl. our energy. We, we have oh to my God, there's one guys. in Houston. There's one in Houston. Oh, my God. It's I'll 15 just... minutes away from me. Look at the cafe. Like, Oh, that's cute. This okay. is going to be, like, vintage vibes, childhood <laughs> vibes. I'll, I'll come on down pretty soon, and we'll do that. We'll fill y'all in. And and I hear that you can bring your American Girl doll, and then whenever you eat at the table, you can, like, put them in a high chair, which is also so strange to me because I if they're supposed that. to be a 14-year-old girl, why are you putting them in a high chair and feeding them? I also didn't know they were supposed to be 14. Mac and cheese. I thought well, they were all toddlers. their backstories, it's like Kit Kittridge was, like, at least 11. I, you know? I don't know who Kit Kittridge is. <laughs> She's only the most iconic American <laughs> girl doll, okay? God, sorry. So this next thing is I sent this TikTok to Hannah because it hit me like an actual train when I saw it. Shaped, I feel like, the next few years of my life. It says, it's a quote, it says, Almost every woman I've ever met has a secret belief that she is just on the edge of madness, that there is some deep, crazy part within her that she must be on guard constantly against. Losing control of her temper, her appetite, her sexuality, her feelings, her ambition, her secret fantasies of her mind. And it's by Elena. It says Dyke Woman is her last name. That might be just a, I don't Mm. know, but that's her name. (laughs) Colloquialism. Notes for a magazine. A little colloquialism. 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 Yeah, that, that fucking shook me. It shook me because do you not feel like super crazy? Yeah. I feel genuinely crazy i feel like every time i have a feeling or or a need or a want from Nathan or from my my mom or from anybody i'm like wait i always have to ask myself a million times in my head wait are you being crazy right now yeah is this just like an actual need that you need from somebody right like is this valid oh my god i feel like an absolute crazy person i i feel like it could possibly most likely be years and years of generational of like the patriarchy absolutely. i think it's just patriarchy actually absolutely unfortunately I and it, it bothers is. me so much that everything comes back to that like we, we have this know. we did it's this so annoying it's so annoying can women have other problems besides being oppressed by men like could we have another fucking problem from some other source like <laughs> true like the oh yeah no God. it's just it's just crazy like the fact that 
I do. I feel like I could lose control over – I'm constantly thinking about how much I'm eating, which is just, like, yeah. the most pathetic thing ever. I hate that, that that's even, like, a thought in my head. Right. Or, like, yeah, your sexuality. Like, what if I am just, like, a raging lesbian? Like, who knows? Right. Or what if right. I am, like – What if I go crazy? What if yeah. I repress every feeling I've ever had and I just become a crazy person? But what makes a woman crazy? And why are we, like, trying to repress it so much? Let's just, okay, let's just hypothetically think about a situation where a woman is, like, raped or she's sexually assaulted or there's, like, something that happens to her. And then she, quote, unquote, goes crazy and she, like, comes at the guy with a knife or she, like, shows up to a man's workplace and is so furious with this person. And everyone labels her as this crazy woman. But maybe she's been pushed to the brink of hysteria because she's been silenced and the man is still being able to live his full life. Just think of all the times that a woman has quote unquote gone crazy. Like think about the things that pushed her there. Not to yeah. say that like you get to just like be like go. Right. I don't know. Like that's not, not a know. responsible action. But like if you're pushed to your actual breaking point, I don't know. There's this woman on Instagram that I followed for so long and she had this very domestic life with her husband in Seattle. She was like a social media influencer. They were like getting ready to have kids and like all this. Mm -hmm. And then she started getting very into spirituality and she went on like some ashwagandha trips to Costa Rica and she... It's ayahuasca. We keep saying ayahuasca. Shit. Oh my God. I'm sorry. No, it's it's fine. I think On some ayahuasca trips, if ashwagandha can do that too, I mean, hey. Um, (laughs) But yeah, she, she went on some trips in Costa Rica and she like completely it's so hard because it's like a quote unquote like I want to say like she went crazy but like maybe Mm. she just is actually at her full feminine potential and maybe like we're all so scared of like Mm. being fully feminine and it's like actually that powerful and we have that much potential to like be connected to the earth and you just have so much potential inside of you but you're like trying to push it down because you don't want to look hysterical or you don't want to look like a bitch or you don't want to look like all these stereotypical things that are bad about being a woman or like leaving your husband like that makes yeah. people look crazy. Just right. leaving somebody makes you look crazy. Even though she's so happy. She's posting on her Instagram stories all the time about how genuinely she's never been more happy in her life. And everyone's like, bro, but fuck you. Like, you kind of like went right. off the rails there. And she's like, guys, I'm so at peace. Dude. Also, just think about how often like we call men crazy. Like, literally never. Like, I can't think of a situation where we like are like, oh my God, that man went crazy. Yeah. I don't know. And and I think I'm really careful to ever use like the phrasing like, oh, she's crazy or she's psychotic. If I see a TikTok video and yeah. someone's like, oh, my God, my my boyfriend's ex is psychotic. I immediately am like, I'm not listening to this. Yeah. I Even if she is psychotic or whatever, like I think there's just you cannot use those phrasing that phrasing flippantly because. Yeah. People have been called crazy for such small things and like, yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's, it's interesting. It just made me think a lot because it makes me feel crazy and I've talked with friends about how they feel certain ways about their gut instincts and they just don't know if yeah. they're being crazy or if they're being paranoid, you know, and, and there's so many people in the world that just make you feel like you're being paranoid and yeah we do we have instincts like we have fucking instincts against yeah. men against dangerous situations and like, and I think I we, it's so hard because I feel like as women you spend your whole life trying to set that aside, like your gut instinct about things or your gut paranoia Mm -hmm. or hysteria or whatever. Like you spend so much of your time trying to repress that when like maybe that is our like us in our full form 
of femininity mm-hmm. is like releasing that and just like allowing yourself to be hysterical yeah, to not or, constantly be apologizing for your feelings or yeah. whatever yeah or just I think so much about your needs like yeah that the women are like seen as being crazy for being like I cannot take on all of these things in my life right now while you I think about like mothers at home dealing with like a million kids they go crazy in the sense that they like lose it on their husbands or whatever she's so crazy whenever she literally just didn't have her needs met and had no support as a woman I don't know. I don't know. It's just something I've been thinking about and it's like really weighing on me. Yeah. I hate that it all, I mean, it's, maybe it's beautiful and maybe that's my life's work to like unpack it, but I just, I do really, really hate that it all relates to like being a woman in the patriarchy, like almost every issue. Yeah. Like that blows. I just, I wish there was something else to unpack here. Yeah. And it's not something that we can fix because we're always going to live in a patriarchy, at least for our whole lives. Whatever. We can't. It's it's too deep to it's get into. It's too depressing. We'll have Maybe to talk about it Let me time. close with, um, I've been trying to get into some horoscopes and some astrology, not on a personal note, but because I know the girlies are very into it and we're trying to start a mainstream podcast and I think it'll be very hard to do without knowing we're, our horoscope. We are selling ourselves. Is we're, I'm is. selling myself out here and I don't fully believe this, but I thought that this was so funny because I guess we're coming up on the May is like the month where the compatibility for you're a Taurus, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank God. Cause I looked up so much stuff about it and I was like, what if this is not her sign? <laughs> but um, I guess we're coming up on like the period where like we're very compatible. So very excited for us. But this is like our horoscope of compatibility, which I think is so interesting. Wait, so us together, me and you? Us, yeah, me and you. Oh my God. It just came me. up because I was looking up the horoscope um, for Taurus and then it was like, you're coming up on your compatibility with Gemini. And I was like, ooh, let me look into this. <laughs> Okay, so it says Taurus is a traditional grounded earth sign and Gemini is a free-spirited, unconventional air sign. Despite the doubt gnawing your gut, you insist on forging ahead together. So this is like in the light of like you being a Taurus. So it's yeah. whenever it says you, it's saying you. Okay. Um, nine times out of ten, your first instinct was correct. You don't have much more in common than hot, lusty, try-anything-twice sex. It does sound familiar. (laughs) For a while, that's enough to satisfy you both. Unfortunately, the post-orgasmic glow only wanes after you've intertwined your lives, often leading to the point where things would get messy. Perhaps there are enough good reasons to stay after all. For one, you make great business partners. Oh my God. (laughs) Gemini, it literally says Gemini is creative and media savvy. Taurus has an instinctive knack for sound financial moves and marketing. You're both visual and gifted with color and style. I was like, are you kidding me? This This is is wild. This is us. It could be like anyone could have written this. Right. Um, Blend Gemini's clever quirks with Taurus's elegance and you've got a high-end specialty brand in the bag. Okay. Want to keep the bedroom hot and business booming? The cardinal (laughs) rule of this relationship, which will be torturous for you both, is this. Never argue. We've never argued. I guess that's true. Like argued, argued. We've obviously had disagreements. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I hardly argue with anyone though. I I let it I let it go for a few days and then I always wonder, I'm always like is she is is she thinking something that she needs to actually get off her chest? 
If you want this to last, you better learn how. Agree to disagree, hear each other out, and hire a mediator if you must. So if we ever disagree, we'll just hire a mediator. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I just thought it was crazy because it was like the creative and like the media and like the building a brand and business is booming. I was like, yes. Also, that's like exactly how it's been split up, I feel like. Yeah. That is wild. See, and it always brings me back. I'm always like, that's true. Right, right. I don't know. But for everyone, it could this be true for everyone? Maybe not. Could this resonate also, with everyone? I, I don't really know. don't understand the moons, and I like want to understand the moons. Me too, because apparently the moon is the most important part. There's like the waning and the and now you're. I don't know. Also, women and the moon and like the power of the moon and people like lay their crystals, their tray of crystals out all night to like charge in the moonlight and their special things. Okay, which I would love to do, but like, what does it do? True. You don't have any crystals. I well, I I had so many. And really? I, have, I actually hold a great amount of guilt with this. Um, whenever I was younger, my parents took the tooth fairy to the absolute extreme and they wrote us little notes on special paper and special pens and they were like rolled up into little scrolls and then they always gave us a gift instead of money and it would be like a crystal from Antarctica or like a, I mean, Holy it was so special. Shit. It was It was a very Waldorf fairy like earth school moment that they did this but it was I so had spe- no she had a idea. name her name was Penelope and it was like this whole thing she had this whole backstory but anyway she would always give me crystals whenever I lost my tooth and I literally had a crystal for like every single tooth I've ever lost and I took them all the way up until my last apartment and then whenever I was moving I was trying to clean stuff out and I was like I've just had these crystals like lying around I'm not going to do anything with them and I threw them all away is that oh, that's really bad, bad vibes. Joe, that means juju? like bad juju. That's super bad, isn't it? it I think so. Because then it's like you're not giving the energy to anybody else. Right. I literally threw it in the fucking trash can with like the rotting food that I was cleaning how out of my are fridge. You, how are you not sentimental about that? I don't know. I, I guess it was just like a Marie Kondo moment. I was like, is this really adding anything to my life? Like I don't mm. even have them out because they're that. not that cute. Yeah. So I need to like, I just need to get rid of it because what am I going to do? Carry this around for the rest of my life because one time I had a tooth fairy. Like I'll still remember that my tooth fairy gave me crystals. I just won't have the actual crystal. Mm. Well, we didn't know that crystal vibes were going to go go so crazy. Yeah, we didn't know this the was going to go viral. We didn't know this was going to be a trend. Yeah. So. And we didn't know you were going to have to charge them in the moon. We didn't know. But anyways, girlies, that's something that you can look forward to. We're going to be talking in the future about some manifestations, some affirmations. We're going to try to get into the woo-woo juju that the girlies are in in today's day and age. And we're going to be and talking my, about horoscopes, maybe. My Taurus-grounded egocentric self is going to try to yeah, believe this shit because I we really don't are right now. <laughs> and maybe we'll buy a few crystals and have some passionate love and <laughs> see what comes of it. And build a goddamn business. <laughs> yeah, and and business will be booming. So is that only in May though? It's like May to June or something. So I'm looking forward to our compatibility. I am too. I am too. Yeah. Well, next time, if you guys would ask some fucking questions, we could actually yeah, answer something. Seriously, pertinent. that was so embarrassing for you guys and not at all for us. <laughs>